the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. Well, here's where we are at right now. We are Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo. Today is, in fact, Tuesday. It's February 23rd, and Governor Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo is still waiting for her Senate confirmation hearing. And as we're looking at uh, that they are putting out some schedules of some of the upcoming ones, she's not even listed right now. Now, you have Senator Sheldon Whitehouse is saying that he's going to try to get her on the schedule, but uh, it certainly doesn't I, – I, I guess it's – it can fluctuate. It doesn't seem like anything's going to happen this week. You still have Senator Ted Cruz put a hold on her uh, confirmation because he said he had unanswered questions regarding the Biden administration and exactly about that Chinese communication company. So um, you have a situation where this is going to drag out. Now, Governor Raimondo obviously has had some kind of a meeting with incoming governor mckee he she says he is going to be on stage on thursday she is trying to through um executive order give him more power certainly over the budget this is obviously dragged on longer than anyone wanted she popped on yesterday and governor Mundo ended up doing a, a facebook with dr nicole alexander scott who she's also by the way protecting and trying to ensure that she wants to make sure that Dr. Scott is going to remain the face of the Rhode Island Department of Health. But without question, the rollout has not gone smoothly, and there's been a lot of mistakes that continue to be mistakes. They are making changes to scheduling appointments at these state-run uh, mass um, vaccination sites. Now, the fact is, what what we don't know is exactly... Um, you know, the numbers are improving, but you just wonder if are the numbers improving because they're massaging the numbers more. So now Governor Mundo tried to argue that it's on track, still no timeline on her departure. Again, she hasn't done anything wrong. There are other people as well that are waiting to be confirmed. But by all accounts, this uh, this vaccine rollout, maybe the fact that it's been a very bumpy uh we were ranked 50th apparently it's moving up but they are apparently going to release more vaccination appointments so if you're listening and you're trying to figure out exactly you know what's going on and when it can happen uh and when you can get your vaccine senator sheldon whitehouse he's backing an effort to try to bring it to a floor vote they obviously feel that they have the votes but she also, they have to be careful because Governor Raimondo, Senator Ted Cruz had put a hold on her nomination. So now Senator Sheldon Whitehouse said he's trying to move the process forward, bring it to a, the Senate floor. Uh, he's signing a petition to end debate, take a vote. He says things are moving fast. Senator Ted Cruz placed a hold on the confirmation, saying he wasn't satisfied with her answers to questions about that Chinese telecommunication company. Huawei, uh, the nomination won a committee vote. Think of this on February 3rd. So it's it sounds like, I mean, it's going to go the full month. Um, the Senate then held the President Trump impeachment trial. And then last week they were February break. They were in recess. So the confirmation votes um, scheduled this week are Energy Secretary and then Education Secretary. And so, and and as you may know, the attorney general with Merrick Garland, that's still slowly trudging along. So now, even though they get the vote, still waiting to see exactly what Senator Cruz is going to do. But when you think about it, so let's just say next week on the Wednesday, I mean, that will be next Wednesday is March 3rd. So how much longer is this thing going going uh, to happen? I think um, some positive developments for you are the fact that Governor Mundo seemingly is now herself trying to work with incoming Governor McKee. She definitely seems more focused on the vaccination schedule. And that website has been very, it's been terrible for people. 
and we we don't know someone should be held accountable but most of the time with things things with the state government even when there are there are bad gaffes and mistakes they uh, seemingly you know go by the boards and no one's ever fully held accountable on it so we'll talk about it and obviously as soon as we get word that they're going to have the vote now then it will pivot to senator cruz who's you know saying he has some some uh some questions about her nomination it really seems to be more about the biden administration and their policy towards this communication company so but folks again if you are trying to get it i still say give it a day or two and as the week goes along the good news is the vaccine is working no one has died from covid that had the vaccine i repeat no one who's received the vaccine has died from covid so it's an individual decision everyone will make the decision you will make the decision no one's going to force you not that i know of to get the vaccine but just when you're making a decision about it just keep in mind that as of this date no one and i don't mean in rhode island i mean anywhere no one that has received the vaccine has died from covid a lot more ahead this is the john DePietro show well it's a challenge to run your business these days maybe you need to find the right type of workers why not let mega professionals find them for you call mega professionals today serving rhode island and massachusetts 508 336 7801 mega mega professionals 508 336 7801 maybe if you need workers maybe you have workers and won't come back to work you need drivers certified help part-time full-time maybe weekend work you need the professionals at mega professionals let them find the workers for you they screen them all out they send them right over to you serving rhode island massachusetts call them today 508 336 7801 maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers office workers professionals even those in the healthcare profession mega professionals call them today 508 336 7801 again 508 336 7801 you focus on your business let mega professionals help you find the workers mega professionals 508 336-7801. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for Mega MEGA, Mega truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates, FHWA inspections, and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. 24-hour mobile service and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. You're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. Folks, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. It's time for DePietro Debate. With me, one of my siblings, she happens to be a writer columnist for the Sun Chronicle. It's Donna Perry. DJ, let's start off with, uh, boy, politics are, are really creeping in with, as I call them, the heroes of May are really under fire now as we're uh, into February of the next year. We will touch on Cuomo, but Newsom's got a, Governor Newsom has a recall announcement on him. And uh, you are seeing some criticism of Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker, but 
it's hard to ignore the politics that are basically could be involved there. Yes, and good to be with you, J.D. I, and I think that's exactly right. What, what we're seeing now, I think, is the, the real after effect of one year of the pandemic. Uh, and, you know, a lot of the things are getting turned up of, well, what really happened? And then you're seeing um, some of these major Democratic governors really, really under fire. Uh, and I will get to something I want to note about Baker in a minute. But I, I think, J.D., this is a larger story also about what you're seeing with Cuomo. Now, this is his own Democrats, by the way, who are not only, you know, leading the charge and saying the investigation and it's a scandal over what happened with the nursing home deaths. I think you're going to see something start to take off across the country, this issue of it's time to remove the emergency powers yes. from governors. Yes. Um, I think it's a wider story. I think, you know, again, both of them are under fire. And like you say, I think the effects of the pandemic, there, there's going to ruin some big, and they a lot of them are big Democratic governors' careers, in my opinion, because uh, the dust is going to have to settle. And I think that's a lot of what's going on. I mean, in my view, there's no way Cuomo can't be in like very big trouble. Right. You know, I mean, we're we're talking criminal investigating because, you know, the and I do want to say, J.D., like when you look at the hypocrisy, though, of a little bit of what we saw in the last 24 hours with the Biden team now rightfully They want to denote this is a very sad milestone, 500,000 American deaths. Okay. Um, And and we know that, but that's all the more reason when then you have his press secretary gets pushed about Cuomo and, you know, you're getting a lot of hypocritical response from them, John. Like, how do they make this huge, you know, emotional evening about it? Then, and then you have people who really bung and tried to hide death data. So, yes. And that's what people need yeah. to understand is as and I'm glad John Carl uh, on uh, ABC's This Week pointed out Biden at the time, candidate Biden, he referred to Cuomo as it was the gold standard in America of how he's handling right. it. We're now finding that, no, actually, there were people saying this is the wrong strategy. He apparently they cut the number in half. Think about that. And last spring, Donna Perry, him on CNN, and and well, I think it affects the brother's career as well because I Andrew do too. Cuomo mm-hmm. is in a lot of trouble. Just the way he comports himself, you know, it's it's kind of like a team that when they're winning, a lot of things have a given. But now you're hearing even De Blasio saying he's a bully. The way he comes at you through the phone, sure, won't admit he's wrong. Oh yeah. Last May and June, I mean, he was looked at. Someone people were saying it should be Cuomo on the ticket. Not right. Biden. That's right. Uh, he had motivated. He put out a book. He won the Emmy. I, this whole thing. And, you know, he's in the wrong place. The New York press is not going to let this go. No. And you're right, John. Like whoever advised him with that foolish book, which, first of all, I thought that looked like pretty cheesy to do even way back then before we knew all this. I, I did. Right. I remember thinking that seems in bad taste. Like you're putting a Crisis book leadership out. <laughs> during a pandemic. And let me yes. get an Emmy. Like yeah. and then it's all just, you know, there's so much uh, garbage under it. And so, you know, you're right. I think this could be and I don't see how it doesn't touch um, the brother with this prominent role. One of the biggest attackers always on the Republicans, uh, yes. Chris Cuomo. And I, I do yeah. think, you know, a little push has to come to shove. I think CNN has got they're going to get pushed to really kind of confront that. And the brother, by the way, not to talk media, but he, he seems a little lost now every night. He's he does. Like, he's des- He's like, let me talk about anything but that, you know. So, right. Um, and how can he talk? I mean, how CNN has already said he won't have the brother on to talk about it. But let's face it, last, you know, May into June, the two of them, they acted like they were the kings of New York. And there was a big gathering, you know, with them out in the Hamptons and you know, we yep. run this town right. and the father's legacy and the whole thing. And now, Andrew Cuomo, it's um, it's tough to see how this is 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 not gonna. This is not going away. And Donna Perry, this is also a fundamental reason. I mean, I, that's why. I, and I kind of saw this coming a little bit, and that's why I knew Governor Raimondo, To me, right now, she's like that 
famous scene when they, you know, the United States, the helicopter was leaving Vietnam and there's like someone dangling <laughs> from the helicopter. I mean, that is her with the Biden administration. Get me out of here. Yes. I mean, this is going nowhere fast. The lockdowns, the, uh, you know, the executive orders. Now, also, Maura Healy, she sees an opportunity. Why not? Think about it. You and I talked. Baker was talking about a third term. Right. Well, that that's where, again, you know, you, you see like the hypocrisy and, uh, and there's a great, you know, that great expression that says a lot, you know, sometimes the Democrats don't let any emergency or anything, you know, don't lose the moment. Don't let a crisis don't, go Don't let waste. the crisis go. Yes. Thank you. And that's exactly right. I mean, so Healy, who is, you know, it's no secret, she is eyeing to run for governor of Mass 2022. Baker has been kind of cagey. Would he go for the third term? I think he had some down periods you know this has been a long slog but there's other reporting he's now kind of got his mojo back and he's he's feeling mostly um john he still receives extraordinary high levels of support though it's diminished from the past for a republican in bluest of blue massachusetts so i think it says a lot about just how he comes across his character he's a coalition builder and he had a background in public health in health so that Ooh. helped him during this year. But to Healy in recent days, uh, and I don't think she's that effective, but she's been kind of, to me, it's like cheap shots. Like, let's use the mistakes of the vaccine rollout, which are really not just the fault of an individual state, I want to say. Um, There's a yeah. federal thing you're involved with, those huge vaccine companies. So she's been kind of jumping out there and, um, you know, she's holding little news conferences. She was in... Um, uh, Chelsea, Mass, et cetera, where they, you know, a lot of low income neighborhoods and saying, you know, the lack of equity and the vaccine rollout and, you know, we're ignoring people. And it's a shot at Baker, uh, clearly. And, you know, she spent the last four years, she was like a leading attorney general to throw lawsuits, often frivolous against Trump and the administration. And now that he's gone, you know, she she needs her her next GOP figure to uh you know, to throw some shots at. But I, I think what you're seeing is sort of the follow-up politics coming out of the pandemic. It's almost like a whole new chapter. And that's what's going on. So she's, Baker is, you know, there's not tons of areas for uh, them to be at odds. He is considered extremely moderate Republican, as you know. So, um, but she's, you know, I think that's the playbook right now, John, when you want to take shots at a Republican over the vaccine rollout is just this line of the lack of equity and uh, communities of color and not getting the vaccine. That's really not accurate, by the way, in greater Boston Ooh. at all. I've talked about that. I mean, they, yeah. they are pretty good at this stuff and they, that's just not really accurate. So I don't think her charges are going to land right now more of that what do you what do you what are your thoughts on and again folks our segment is to feature a debate with me is donna perry writer columnist for the sun chronicle what do you um what do you think of there is talk also that jeff deal might actually uh challenge baker in a republican primary i got to know him a little bit when um i had him on the show all the time when he was running Mm. against elizabeth warren he's a great guy i get to meet him uh in person on the campaign trail that would be uh that would be interesting because if it, it, Baker has has Governor Baker has been successful by, you know, kind of being right down the line a very moderate Republican. Mm-hmm. But this would be interesting to me just because de- deal the the pandemic and the way it was handled. You know, a lot of times people would say you need a scandal to take a you know yeah. a, a, an incumbent out, but this the, the, no one is happy with the way seemingly other than the governor of Florida that, but gut Baker, what do you think of deal maybe challenging him in a, in a Republican primary? Right. And, and I think <clears throat> that's, there's very strong chance for that because I, I do think um, whether it's the restaurant associations, um, uh, other small businesses in the state, they're yeah. not happy with Baker. No. Um, they felt um, that he consistently, sort of made them the punching bag. Um, I mean, there's no secret. I believe Massachusetts is, is just thousands and thousands of restaurants that have fully gone. And it's yeah. not just that industry. A lot no. of them felt 
he overly micromanaged these, you know, John, how the phases were from last summer. And oh, it was, it was like phase point 1.2 and eight yeah. and B one. And people were like, this is ridiculous. And, right. and they couldn't get customers. So, you know, I, I think deal, um, a primary him is a true possibility because I do think, and you're going to see more of that. I think also in other places, there's this issue <laughs> That there is a fight within the Republican Party. And I know we're going to Ooh. talk about that. See, I think so. You're going to see some energy behind these ideas of yes. primarying, you know. Yep. Yeah. We're going to, um, folks, quick break. Going to come back a lot more. Donna Perry, writer, columnist of the Sun Chronicle, right here on the John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call J.K.L. Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. The energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient. Reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates in the market. And they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L. is Carry Factory authorized dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, J.K.L.'s reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved national grid BPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navian certified factory dealer called J.K.L. System replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call J.K.L. Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. J.K.L., they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call J.K.L. right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free. Financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop in and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health, 401-305-3585. You've seen the her store. It's right in that old white church. It's My Health, because, folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, we understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible acai berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, because remember, it's your health. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health. We're speaking with Donna Perry, uh, writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. DJ, we are going to come back to Baker and the party because as I no, let's jump into it now. You know, you raise a good point. Deal was, uh, a, you know, a Trump guy, 100 percent in and out. 
boy Baker, he could also find himself meaning Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker. If President Trump suddenly got involved in a uh, Republican primary to right. try to help Jeff Deal. Now, again, we're not talking about a general election. You're talking about a Republican primary. Now, that could be problematic. Yeah. And and so a couple of things could be going on that is going to affect how fast this ramps up, because there's also a bill in the mass legislature, John. I don't know. I think we mentioned that they're going to they would move up the primary voting for June. So if you think about that, that would be just a little over a year, like June of, right? You know, that we're talking 15 months, right? 2022, yes. So it is not all, so deal Mm. is not too soon to be putting his toe in the water, trying to see where are the soft spots for Baker. And they are certainly out there. Um, There are business coalitions that really, really have hard feelings of of portions of how he treated that. So, Uh, and John, let's also just throw in, I mean, you do have um, school families, teacher groups, and they all have different opinions about how it's been handled. I, I think you can't underestimate how politicians will be affected by that issue also. But I, I do think as we're getting to that topic, um, the Trump factor, uh, the, and I think it's going to be underestimated right now by the conventional media and that that's going to come you know i want to touch on that but i yeah. want to just before let me go back to cuomo for a moment and sure you know one of the things that that uh president biden seemed to gain traction on was he seemed to have more empathy and running for president i've been through tragedy but you said something that i think it struck it struck a chord with me is i'm not convinced especially with this cuomo thing and various other issues that could come up but jen saki you know, she had almost like a robotic response to uh, being asked, you know, about why won't Biden condemn what's been going on in New York with Attorney General, um, mm. excuse me, with Governor Cuomo. I mean, for her, the, the White House press person sit there. She's so monotone, you know, here's covering the right eye, no emotion at all, oh very God. robotic response. Um, no makeup, whatever. But um, what, what do you <laughs> right. think of that where there was no in any sense, emotion of the gravity of what we're talking about revolves around death in nursing homes, our most, you know, the elderly vulnerable. Uh, I just wonder if going forward, she, I'm not convinced she is the right person for that role. You know, that's a good point. I have thought of that to watching her now as these weeks have played out. I, I would say a couple things on that. She, to me, she is what you would call what they felt comfortable with her. She's a known quantity. I think that goes very big with Biden's playbook. She's very known to them. She was over at the State Department. But I would say with the kind of treacherous issues that I would call her kind of like a functional press secretary. She doesn't flub, you know, the the facts, just the facts, ma'am. You know, she's that kind of thing, J.D. You can see her in motion as the, as the, as the questions come out and she's flipping the binder, which is they all have to do that. And Kaylee McEnany did that. And I mean, it's a huge, huge role. They can ask you anything about, you know, Indonesia to, you know, right. the state of Minnesota's a, a tax rate. So I, I you know, I want to give credit where it's due. I think she's she's fine in what I'd call that functional role. She's not mm. she doesn't flub. She seems to be able to grasp her facts. But you're I think her temperament long term, she may not be their long term front face of the administration. And like you say, the press secretary really is the front face of the administration. This is a daily gig. Yeah, she is daily then played out on millions of screens um, especially today, it's just all all over the place on someone's phone. Oh, what? How did Saki answer? You know what they're asking. Um, and I just think that they seem very oddly just so restrained. I think is the word I'm going for with her, right, John? Like they're just res- they're, it, and it's almost like suffocating. It to me, it's part of a progressive whole thing when they're in a public role, John. They're they're so terrified to step on any toes because they have so many constituencies that it's yeah. almost like she can't blurt out a sentence. It's more than like nine words. You know, yeah. she's very constrained at that podium. In my opinion, Ron Klain is the chief of staff. I think that they, that's very tightly controlled. They don't, they don't want to create anything 
beyond, you know, what they got their hands on is my sense of it. Mm. But I think that's a like she's on a limited time to just be. I mean, John, these are huge. That's a huge scandal in New York. And to, it is, you know, to just that, stand I, there the and give, yeah, point, like, I think, right. give this robotic, robotic response. answer. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, we're speaking with Donna Perry, a writer columnist of the Sun Chronicle. And DJ, you started to mention it. As much as they're trying to Biden would like to move on, saying enough of that guy. This weekend, President Trump, his first speech coming out CPAC. The media, I, I'm waiting for CNN, well, CNN won't, but Fox should put the <laughs> countdown clock on the screen. Right. Uh, talk about it, 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 some people think it's time to move on and so forth. It, it's it's not happening. He is still the leader of the party. Right. Well, and this is a big speech coming up. The, the CPAC is is really you know the jumping off moment it in is. my opinion they're some they're working a little more carefully than they're giving credit for uh i i think they view this as almost his you know return public moment john and yep. anyone who thought that a, a competitor on the level of trump was just going to fade quietly into like a palm beach sunset you know <laughs> I, I i just think that's like that was folly to even think that no i i think he is this is very intentional. Uh, I think this is his, it's more than a signal. I mean, I, and I think it's going to be important. He's going to lay out a true speech. I'm sure they have um, the loyalists who stayed with him oh, yeah. um, and they're, you know, scripting it. And, and they, <clears throat> he had some people used to write, I thought, you know, some really good punchy speeches for him. So I, I think he's going to um, not only is he not fading away, I, I, you know, I just think this is the the that speech is going to be sort of the jumping off point to say that he wants to shape the party going forward. Uh, and he's also he he's very effective. He always was. He's going to throw out, in my view, talking points against what Biden's doing on immigration and yep. how they're rolling that out uh, and, and other things they're rolling out. I think the energy issue got, you know, is now on a very high profile road when you see all the stuff that happened in Texas, you know, in this tug of war and the climate ranks about that, you know, green technology, fossil fuels. I think he's going to throw out some stuff that will help other Republicans take the ball and run, too. And I think that's part of what they're doing. But I think it's like a it's the optics. I mean, he's because he's not on Twitter um, and they have been issuing more careful, obviously more well laid out statements, which, by the way, John, I think that actually plays to his favor a little bit. I agree with mm. you. And you know what, Donna Perry? I think he's, he's also learning. <clears throat> and he, he did know it during The Apprentice, but less is more. Less is you know, more. Less is more. Totally the, the, right. The, the, he's seeing the big buildup to his speech. And it is going to be. I mean, there are people already I'm hearing that are planning watch parties. Um I noticed I, uh, there was a discussion on this week, which which I think right now actually is the best Sunday morning show. I think it's better than Fox News Sunday and or Meet the Press. But uh, they were talking about Chris Christie, who, as you know, former governor of Jersey, he's eyeing a run for 2024. So when they mentioned President Trump and there was another person also that's looking at 2024, their new talking point is you're addicted to Trump. So if you if you mention <laughs> okay. the president, President Trump. They try to say, like, you're addicted to him. You can't stop talking about him. They try to get you not to. But one of the panelists said she went back and, and saw that it was based. Think of it. It was three years from when Sarah Palin left just, you know, running with McCain to when the news finally died down. People forget that. That's you know, true. 2009, yeah. 10, 11, even Sarah Palin was constantly in the news. So the lesson was. It, the, as you know, the media, they're too vested in him. They're not going to he's he is in some ways. He's a product to The Washington Post, The New York. Very Times. good. You're, yeah. you're not yeah. going to let that go away. No. And you're not. They, he's not going to fade after a month and off <laughs> out of office. No, you're John. You and I said this month. It's like it is. Talk about their addicted CNN. It's like a drug addiction. They, yes. they oh can't quit God. Trump. No, and I mean, he's good for business you, for them. Do you think Jake Tapper and the crowd oh, and Wolf no Blitzer, way. they are like dancing around the office. He's going to speak yeah. at CPAC. That, John, that'll yeah. cover them for an, a whole week after. It will. I mean, and be breaking you know, down the speech. they don't want to just be left covering, you know, there's Biden having quiet chats in the Oval with the mask on oh, and nobody even knows God. what they're saying. 
I yeah. mean, um, so you're you're right, and I I just think you he the less is more. I'm glad that he's and he always used to know that um, as a masterful PR guy, but he should really take that to heart because John, it'll make every statement and appearance more powerful. It's it's almost like when there was a big celebrity and they would rarely give an interview, you know. Yes, that's right. And I I think that's a roadmap you might see him start to follow and. You know, I do think, um, but again, what the speech says matters. Um, we have a lot of these issues in the backdrop that I, I, I'll be the first to say, though, that have really hurt the party. I have yeah. argued and said they've got to make clear where you're separating out, you know, um, when you go to the January 6th stuff, you have to separate out because it's not fair for normal, you know, base supporters no. You and Correct. I have said this, and, and you really yep. do have to separate. The media would like nothing more than to cobble everyone into one pie, like, oh, you're that's some right. kind of a terrorist, and that's foolish. Yep, that's right. All right, so. we're going to take a quick break, folks. A lot more. Donna Perry, uh, writer, columnist, the Sun Chronicle, right here on the John DePietro Show. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 272 3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly totaled vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police Fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. If you've been thinking about updating your website or if you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business, you could receive a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional. And she's been doing this work for 25 years. Contact Karen Etchells at InnoVest Digital Marketing. She will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Give Karen a call for a free consultation at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. This winter, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Make Henry Oil, make the switch. Make Henry Oil your reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery company. 401-521-0200. Residential, commercial, fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. It's Henry Oil, serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass., Call them today, 401-521-0200. Remember, with Henry Oil, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. Check out their website, henryoil.com, or call them today, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil. Since 1947, they have a great family history, and they are just terrific. You can depend on Carmine and Lori and the great folks at Henry Oil. Call them today. 401-521-0200. Check them out online at henryoil.com. Residential and commercial fuel oil delivery, service contracts, budget plans, reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Serving most of Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, it's Henry Oil. Call them 401-521-0200. This winter, I'm asking you to switch to Henry Oil online at henryoil.com. We're speaking with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle and uh, DJ. Boy, last week I was very sad. What an icon! Uh, what an incredible career in the death of uh, of Rush Limbaugh. 
Yes, and you you commented on JD as you're always been in that driver's seat uh, radio, and and I didn't comment on it, but I I followed so much of the coverage, um, and I I think something I. I did note, and you've really laid this out very well, Jen, J.D., that is really lost in a lot of some of the uh, commentators today, is that he, he just created the idea that you could infuse humor, and he was taking real serious issues, but he was always pointing to some of the absurdity of it um, in, in just a very, very effective way. Um, it was really Reagan, and then it was Rush. Um, and yeah. that kind of carried on, but he, he built JD, like you have given him a lot of tribute in recent days. He built what today is called conservative media. There were, and he really was, right. you know, he was, um, the first, I mean, he, there really was no national voice no. that really started to take a look at our late 20th century political, uh, discourse and systems and, and, I mean, John, Trailblazer, like 100%, of course. Like, there really was no yeah. one doing that. And no. I think he built, in a way, he, he kind of built a pathway for a Donald Trump to be elected. Oh, yeah. 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 And certainly for Fox and, News. Yeah. Oh, I mean, right. I met Absolutely. Rod Rails backstage at the TV show. He was looking at the appeal and was saying, you know, I don't know about having him as the front person, but... Boy, there is certainly a market for yes. this. And something else you touched on that is wildly important, and that is Rush would take an, take an issue, put out the talking points, tell you why it's important, tell you why it's wrong, and basically here's how you argue against yes. it. And that's missing right now in some ways. Rush was the first one, and then you had people coast to coast. You know, this wasn't New York, Washington, L.A. He took calls from... Kansas City and from Idaho and Wyoming and Oklahoma and so forth. You're on the EIB. Hello. And and he would basically put out the conservative talking points coast to coast. Yeah. So um, and I, I think some of the stuff against him this week was just rotten. Uh, it just shows the other side has no sense of humor because he is, if anything, he was wildly funny, entertaining um, and an incredible loss. Donna Perry, I want to touch on some of the um, other stories. And one thing is, you know, you and I mentioned that piece that was basically planted in the New York Times for Governor Armando, really lengthy, all talking points, yeah. highlighting she's up there with Dr. Scott, she's up there with Avanti Green. And then, boom, wouldn't you know, on Sunday, Rahm Emanuel says, well, what you want to do with schools is you want to do the Rhode Island model. That, And he starts basically quoting... Yes what was in the New York Times piece, Governor Armando, first and foremost, she knew right away the importance of having a strong press operation. And that, to me, was a perfect example. Yeah, I mean, that that is almost like a game changer kind of a, a, an yeah. article. I mean, that was, you know, I mean, you know, I do some writing. So I when I look at when I see what looks like 3000 words, John, that that's like devoting yeah. a lot of ink is in the old days, they used to say to uh, someone and they were elevating her absolutely and then that gave the, and this is what happens see the new york times almost like you know they're almost like a pr machine for the democrats like they lay it out and then everyone can run with it um and oh, yeah. that really was uh i think a way to also as we've said she you know and i think that i think it was wrong that all year she strategically wanted the so-called optics of her and two females often with infante green and always dr scott and you oh, say yeah. you have your woman of color and you have your education person and we don't need the old white Irish guy who over here, who's the lieutenant governor. And I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I think that was optically strategic. They would never say it, but that's exactly what they were doing. And now he's, yeah. you know, and, and they're having a little back and forth, of course, and he's got to assume the mantle. But you're right. I think Rahm Emanuel doing that was another way to elevate her. I want to point out one other thing. I'm not saying I think they're a little worried about her. They want her to get that comment that, you know, they're getting a little antsy. Like they want that nomination process to go in. I think she's beyond, I'm sure, a little nervous oh, yeah. and impatient. Um, wow. But I also noted, and I'm not saying there's a little moving the numbers around, but if you notice in one week, the CDC made a point to say, oh, Rhode Island's doing so much better in the vaccination rates. They're not last. Now they're actually 25th. 
Yeah. And then, but they're the federal government. Yeah. They work yes. uh, arm in arm with Biden's White House. Okay. So all of yes. a sudden that came out in seven days. And now yeah. and she you know, gets to come out Sunday, of the woods the, and now she gets to talk about it. On Sunday, the Rhode Island Department of Health released the numbers. They, they, I've covered this yeah. since last, they never released numbers. On we'll Sunday, see that. But they did it to yes. show that it had, had jumped up. Another political player to watch, DJ, and she had, I thought, a fantastic week, and that is AOC. Last week, she spoke and said there should be an investigation of Cuomo, and she, AOC, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez, she raised over $3 million yes. for Texas and brought it to Houston. Now, that is someone to watch. It's not like I'm going to go to Iowa or Texas, give a speech. She brought money with yeah. her. She wasn't afraid to break off from from Cuomo and say an investigation. Whoever's around her, boy, that is an, is an impressive team to right. watch. And, you know, I thought the same thing, J.D. I have to say, you know, diametrically opposed to uh, her issue views. However... One thing I will say about her, boy, she's almost like a far left version of like a Hispanic progressive Trump type, because one thing she showed, she is not afraid to take the fight right to you. She clearly went there to show up Cruz and because they're like a nemesis to each other. She wanted to humiliate him in his own state. That's right out of a Trump playbook. Um, He did stuff like that. And you know, she's popular with the Latinos there. That's a huge base. She raised money. She's in soup kitchen. She's <laughs> I also think she was there because she felt a little bristled that there was coverage of the failure of the wind turbines, which is its own big controversy uh, story. So, you know, I think there was some of that, too. Like she didn't like uh, the way that was spilling out. But she really showed she is like a real politician and I, and not, not to be underestimated and, at all. And first Dem to call for agree with investigation on Cuomo. And that, right. So, that, that's, that's a, what I like. What I do like about her JD, I think you were getting at, she's not always on there. She like, she, she doesn't not. what they used to call. She won't fall in line. Correct. But Donna Perry, while we're mentioning the uh, wind turbines in Texas, touch on the situation in Massachusetts and then, uh, how that kind of ties in with what yeah. the disaster we have been witnessing in Texas. Right. And this was the center of my column <clears throat> last week. I wrote uh, a tense climate and I, I really was doing it on last Monday. So I was putting most of it about uh, Baker had to force the dismissal. And we may have touched on this. David Ismay, he was the climate undersecretary, but he got caught kind of like a live mic. OK, so he was in a virtual meeting with another climate council and he was saying very condescending things like we have to turn the screws on the average person and break their will uh in terms of people's normal everyday consumption this is this whole fight over fossil fuels and what he meant was how much gas you put in your car how much high high you heat your home if you you know oil gas heating the bottom line was the stuff came out very badly I spoke to the Mass Fiscal Alliance. They did a great job and they called for his, you know, ouster. They were very vocal on it. So ultimately, you know, Baker felt under pressure and he, the guy got forced into, you know, the old I'm resigning. So in light of that, within that column, I, I wrote a little bit about what I the way I saw it breaking out in Texas, you know, and I just think that it, it showed um, that the idea that some climate policy and activists want they want a future john completely with zero fossil fuel sources of power so what does that mean they they see a future that it's only renewables green technology wind and solar without Mm. the backup of um and today they're really cleaner they call biofuels um oil and gas are not what we had in the 70s so you know i just think what happened there it was complicated. It was a big mess. Um, and, and it was, you know, a lot of pieces to the story and all of their infrastructure froze. That only became kind of obvious as the week went on. Um, but I want to mention, I put my column out and I had these irate readers, John, you know, saying Donna Perry buys into Governor Abbott's lie. And that's oh, <laughs> yeah, like crazy mad at me. And, and the thing is, number one, I never mentioned Abbott. Again, I, it's a little bit of a 
timing semantics issue. I write the column sometimes first of the week and then it hits on Thursday. But, you know, that also shows you where the public is following New York Times, of course, by Thursday. They have who I think is an over the top, you know, far left guy, Paul Krugman. He called like Texas land of lies, you know, and and that's what happens. And then the people are like, look at her, the Republican. Oh, God, she's just lying. And, um, you know, G.D., I I was a little bit taken aback because I think this is a wider uh, problem with our discourse. Like if if we've reached a point where to me to, to just say someone is lying when again i use 600 and 700 words okay i thought i made a balanced case you need reality-based responsible climate change policy you know you can reduce carbon emissions a lot but the the fanatics who don't even understand a lot of the engineering of where fossil fuel sources contribute to the power we all need right like so there was a lot of mistakes in all that i tried to write about that but there's such a sentiment out there uh, and again, I find it very troubling. It's kind of like, you know, that's a way to shut someone up and just shut it down. Well, that's that's yeah. the method of trying to do it. And yeah. they they immediately divert into talking points yep. in their mind. It, there's two sides of the street. So you either say what we're saying. And if you're not, then you're on the other side. And this is how we shut you down. Like, yeah, that's become the mentality. Yep. I agree with you. There's nothing healthy about it. No one thinks, oh, that's interesting. Maybe they make. She raises a good right. point. Nope. They go for you're not saying what we're saying. Therefore, boom, here's how we shut you down. Donna Perry, how can people read your much read <laughs> Thank uh, you. talked about columns in the Sun <laughs> Thank Chronicle? Thank you. So, uh, well, they are the com, but I post everything to my Donna DePietro Perry Facebook page and I tweet out at Donna Perry MA1. And it's all there. All right, DJ, great jobs. Mega Logistics. They're there to help you. Give them a call today, 401-431-2300, MEGA, MEGA Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight, goods, third-party brokerage for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401 431-2300, 401-431-2300. 431-2300, 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods, third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, there you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. We also have all our links to social media. We have uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram are also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in the library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at depetro.com.